Good afternoon everyone. This is your pharmacology in rehabilitation. Today we'll be discussing your anti-arrhythmic drugs. Okay, so when you open the PowerPoint, you'll see there your anti-arrhythmic drugs in slide number one. What is an arrhythmia? An arrhythmia is disturbances in the heart rate, rhythm, um, impulse generation or conduction of electrical impulses responsible for membrane depolarization of the heart. These disturbances can lead to alterations in overall cardiac function and can be, almost all the time, life-threatening, especially your atrial fibrillation and ventricular fibrillation or ang flat line. Now, as we all know, your heart is dependent on hormones and chemicals for it to follow a normal sinus rhythm. That is also true for your ECG. Ma-reflect na siya sa imo ECG. Your PQRST. If you are taking too much salt, we have an increase in heart rate. If you are stressed, we have an increase in heart rate. If you are sleeping, there is a decrease in heart rate. And if you are uh, nervous, it's also increase, increases your heart rate. Now, your antiarrhythmic drugs are compounds used to prevent or treat your cardiac arrhythmias. May this be um, excessive heart rate or rhythm or deficient heart rate or rhythm. On slide number three, you'll see there the mechanisms of your antiarrhythmic drugs or your arrhythmias. Disturbances in impulse generation may be generally due to abnormal automaticity or delayed depolarizations. These abnormal automaticity can be in the form of um, blockage in your uh, sinus rhythm associated with risk factors such as hypertension, uh, cholesterol levels, etc. Disturbances of impulse conduction may be seen with re-entry or conduction blocks. Uh, re-entry uh, are impulses that may recirculate in the heart causing repeated activation. Conduction blocks may be in the form of excessive sodium or excessive calcium. On slide number 4, you'll see there the re-entry phenomenon. Re-entry specifically says that in normal uh, conduction flow, like for example, on one tube at the top, dapat ma-flow out siya in two separate areas. While in unidirectional block, dire na siya gakatabo ang re-entry. Imbes nga one direction lang, ang flow from the top to the outside tubes, there is something that is blocking the conduction. Mag-block na siya, imbes nga manaog, mabalik siya sa ging agyan niya. It will result into irregular rhythmic contractions of that specific portion of the heart. Follow? 
On slide number 5, you'll see there the phases of your action potential of your cardiac cells. Now, to delve in a little bit deeper, in phase 0, there is rapid depolarization that occurs because of the sudden influx of your sodium ions into the cell. At some threshold level, the cell membrane suddenly becomes permeable to sodium ions because of the opening of sodium channels or gates similar to the spike seen in your skeletal muscle depolarization. Now, on phase 1, there is an early or brief period of repolarization that occurs because specific potassium channels in the cell membrane open to allow potassium to leave the cell. Okay? Phase 2 is a much longer duration because the action potential undergoes now what we call the plateau phase. Primarily because the calcium channels open and there is a slow, prolonged influx of calcium ions into the cell. Kita nyo na siya. There is no net change in the charge within the cell because the efflux of your positively charged potassium ions that occurred in phase 1 is balanced by the influx of positively charged calcium ions. Sa amuning apart. Therefore, the cell's potential remains relatively constant for a brief period which creates the distinctive plateau. The phase 2 plateau is important in your cardiac cells because it prolongs the cell's effective refractory period or, shall we speak, the time interval between successive potentials. The plateau basically enables the heart to enter a period of rest or diastole so that the cardiac chambers can fill with blood before the next contraction. On phase 3, you'll see there the end of the plateau. Repolarization is now complete. This is primarily because of the closing of your calcium channels, which terminates the entry of calcium into the cell. Repolarization is completed by the unopposed exit of the potassium ions. Phase 4, sa consists of a slow, spontaneous depolarization in certain cardiac cells. This spontaneous depolarization occurs because of the continuous leak of your sodium ions into the cell, combined with a gradual decrease in potassium exit from the cell. This combination of your sodium entry and decreased potassium causes a progressive accumulation of positive charges within the cell itself. Follow? Okay. Now we are done of your phases of your action potential of your cardiac cells. We will now discuss the classification of your antiarrhythmics. For your class 1, these are sodium channel blockers. Ang famous, halin sa start to sang end term. Sodium channel blockers. Class 2, is your beta-adrenergic blockers, your propanolol, acebutolol, and esmolol. Your, cla your class 3, um, potassium channel blockers, composes of your 
amiodarone, bretillium, and sotalol. Your class 4 are your calcium channel blockers, also known Known medications are your verapamil, um, diltiazem, and other miscellaneous drugs, such as your adenosine, digoxin, and atropine. On slide number 7, you'll see there the class 1 or your sodium channel blockers. Usually divided si class 1, your 1A and 1B. 1A prolongs the repolarization. These examples include your quinidine, your procanamide, disoparamide, and moisizine. Your 1B, the ones that shorten your repolarization, includes your lignocaine or lidocaine, isala na sila, mexilatine, and phenytoin. Your 1C has little effect on repolarization. This includes your enkinidine, flecainidine, and Propafenone. Familiar ang phenytoin, that is, includes sa inyo nga sedatives, di ba? On class 8, you will see there a diagram. Specifically, the class 1A drugs has a mechanism of action in which they slow the phase 0 depolarization, prolong action potential, and slow the conduction. Okay. On slide 9, your quinidine is a D-isomer of quinine obtained from your quinona bark. Quinidine blocks your sodium channels, therefore, it decreases the automaticity and conduction velocity and prolongs repolarization, meaning ginapahina yang imunga heart rate. It also decreases phase 0 depolarization. Other actions of your quinidine includes decrease in BP due to an alpha block mechanism or your alpha cells are being blocked and skeletal muscle relaxation. Quinidine is mainly used for atrial and ventricular arrhythmias and syempre may adverse effects kina yeah. Kung gatreat ka, Sang uh, rhythmic disorders of the heart, may aragina adverse effects na arrhythmias. For example, if you are treating a patient nga may tachycardia, you have to induce a bradycardia-like nga effect para mag reduce ang heart rate into normal. Other side effects include your GIT, thrombocytopenia hepatitis, and idiosyncratic reactions. Uh, high doses of quinidine usually results with your uh, synchronism like your quinine. Synchronism is a triad of temporary deafness, rashes, and dizziness. On slide number 10, you'll see your synchona bark. Makita mo ni chef sa Philippines, I think, and ginahimo mo siya as herbal medicine. Slide number 11, you'll see there your procainamide and your disoparamide. Your procainamide is a derivative of procaine. It has no vagolytic or alpha-blocking action like your 
quinidine. And it's better tolerated than the quinidine. Adverse effects includes nausea, vomiting, hypersensitivity reactions, and higher doses can actually cause hypotension, heart block, and QT prolonged activity. Uh, imagine your antiarrhythmic drugs have in higher doses adverse reactions that can cause heart blocks. Your disopyramide has significant anticholinergic properties with side effects of cholinergic cells, dry mouth, blurred vision, constipation, and urinary retention. Next, on slide 12, you'll see there your class 1B drugs. Mechanism of action for class 1B drugs, they shorten phase 3 repolarization and decrease the duration of your action potential. 1B phase 3. This includes your lignocaine or your lidocaine, phenytoin, and mexilatin. They also block shoulder channels which also shorten repolarization. Your lidocaine or lignocaine is a local anesthetic, ang usual nga butang for injuries. It raises the threshold for action potential, therefore decreases the automaticity of the heart. Ginapahinaya ang imunga heart rate. It suppresses electrical activity of your arrhythmogenic tissues or your SA node, nodes of Ranvier, Purkinje fibers, and normal tissues are less affected. It has, however, a high first-pass metabolism, so it must be given parenterally. Meaning, kung ipainom mo ni si patient sang lidocaine through oral forms, dasigdasig ni ma dula sa body, and wala na siya karoon effect sa heart because of its high first-pass metabolism. Nandaman pang first-pass, that is the phenomenon in which all substances, or in this case, all drugs, are filtered by the liver, and then ipa-excrete na siya. Kung taas ang first pass metabolism, dasig ma-metabolize sa liver, dasig ma-excrete. Therefore, it has less time to act on the intended tissues. Wala na siya time para magkanto sa heart, kaya ging pa-excrete mo na siya. Going back, your lidocaine has ventricular arrhythmias nga usage. And adverse effects includes drowsiness, hypotension, blurred vision, confusion, and convulsion. Mainly, again, kay ginapadecrease mo ang blood flow with decrease automaticity of the heart or contraction of the heart. Pag decrease contraction, decrease blood flow sa brain. Decreased blood flow sa brain leads to drowsiness, blurred vision, and confusion. Convulsions are mainly due to decreased sodium in the blood. Next, on slide 14, you'll see there your phenytoin. It is an anti-epileptic drug, as you've known, some midterm, and it's also useful in ventricular arrhythmias, although... It is not preferred. And digitalis-induced arrhythmias. Your mexilatin 
can be used orally and causes those related neurological adverse effects like tremors and blurred vision. Nausea is also common for mexilitin and used as alternative to your lidocaine in ventricular arrhythmias. We're done with class 1B. Let's go to class 1C. These drugs, for its mechanism of action, they markedly slow phase 0 depolarization. Meaning sa phase 0 ni siya. They have minimal, minimal effect on repolarization and they are the most potent sodium channel blockers. It has a high risk of cardiac arrest and sudden death. So, it's not used commonly. However, it may be used in severe ventricular arrhythmias. Class 1C drugs are enkinidine, trikinidine, and propafenone. Class 2 drugs are drugs that suppress the adrenergically-mediated ectopic activity. Anti-arrhythmic action of these drugs are usually due to beta-blockage. They depress the myocardial contractility and automaticity and conduction velocity. Again, pa-decrease ang heart rate. Propanolol is a class 2 drug and treatment and prevention of supraventricular arrhythmias or those arrhythmias nga ga-associate ga above the ventricle. Meaning, the problem is above the ventricles. Can be sa SA node or sa AV nodes and sa Purkinje fibers. It's usually uh, associated with exercise, emotion, or hyperthyroidism. Esmolol is a short-acting IV drug that can be used to treat arrhythmias during surgery following myocardial infarction and other emergencies. On slide 17, you'll see there the class 3 drugs. Your class 3 drugs prolong phase 3 repolarization without altering phase 0. Um... It usually increases your action duration potential or your ADP and also increase the relative period of your action potential by blocking the potassium channels. For slide 18, there is an example of a class 3 drug. First is your amiodarone. Uh, amiodarone is an iodine-containing long-acting drug. It has multiple mechanisms of actions. First, it prolongs the action potential duration by blocking the calcium, uh, sorry, the potassium channels, blocks inactivated sodium channels, kaya para hindi na siya ma-activate. Beta-blocking action also blocks your calcium channels. Therefore, it decreases conduction and decreases ectopic automaticity. What the body does is there is a variable absorption. Usually, 35 to 65% of the drug is only absorbed. It has slow onset starting from 2 days after ingesting the drug to several weeks. Pero, 
dugay-dugay ang duration, weeks to months. And it has many drug interactions, meaning this is a long-standing drug. Pwede ni siya yung uh, isa lang i-take ni patient for weeks or months. Its uses and adverse effects are seen in slide 19. It can be used for both supraventricular and ventricular tachycardia. And since the mechanism of actions in different areas, it also has many adverse effects. For your cardiac side effects, it can produce a heart block. Siyempre, it's a given nga adverse effect sang drugs. A QNT prolongation sa PQRST, bradycardia, cardiac failure, and hypotension. Your pulmonary side adverse effects includes pneumonitis or inflammation of your pleural membrane leading to pulmonary fibrosis. Bluish discoloration of the skin caused by decreased contractility. Decreased contractility means less blood flow to the effect to the tissue. Less blood flow meaning decreased oxygen. GIT disturbances and hepatotoxicity can also be seen and it blocks peripheral conversion of T4 to T3. Sige, sinagalit si T4 and sinagalit si T3. Okay. They can cause hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism. Betilium is another form of class 3 drug. It's an adrenergic neuron blocker used in Resistant ventricular arrhythmias. So, talol is a beta blocker, given its name, may lol sa punta. Dofetilide is a selective calcium channel, uh, sorry, potassium channel blocker, less adverse effects. Its oral use is in atrial fibrillation to convert or maintain sinus rhythm. Always remember guys, your atrial fibrillation and ventricular fibrillation are the most deadliest form of your arrhythmias. Okay, your AFib uh, can turn into VFib and then mag-VFib na siya, magdugay pa na siya, it will lead to cardiac arrest leading to immediate death. Uh, Ibutilide is a potassium channel blocker used as IV infusion in atrial fibrillation or atrial flutter. And it can cause uh, QNT prolongation. Class 4 is the last type of antiarrhythmic drug. And these drugs slow phase 4, spontaneous depolarization, and slow conduction in tissues dependent on calcium currents, such as the AV node. In short, class 4 is specific sa AV node. Inhibits the inward movement of calcium, decreases contactility, automaticity, and AV conduction. Pinaka-common examples is your verapamil and diltiazem. On slide 22, you'll see there your verapamil. It usually used to terminate PSVT or paroxysmal supraventricular tachycardia, meaning those are uh, autorhythmic irregularities that can be found on top of the ventricle and is usually present from time to time. 
They control ventricular rate in atrial flutter or fibrillation. Then, uh, may drug interactions nisha. It displaces digoxin from binding sites and decreases renal clearance of digoxin. Meaning, um, ginapatinirya ang digoxin sa imunga lawas. Ginapareabsorb ya sa body systems. Other antiarrhythmics includes your adenosine, atropine, digitalis, and magnesium sulfate. Uh, adenosine is a purine nucleotide having short and rapid action. Its MOA or me uh, mechanism of action, your acetylcholine sensitive potassium channels causes membrane hyperpolarization through interaction with your alpha-1 type of adenosine. Okay? Ginapa-sensitive yang imunga potassium channels. Its IV suppresses automaticity, AV conduction, and dilates coronaries. It's also the drug of choice for PSVT or paroxysmal supraventricular tachycardia. Adverse effects of adenosine includes your nausea, dyspnea, flushing, or headache. Atropine is used in sinus bradycardia and is usually injectable. Amun siya ang gina-inject sa heart kung ga slow na ang heart rate ni patient sa emergency room or even sa surgery room. Digitalis is used for atrial fibrillation and atrial flutter and magnesium sulfate is used for digitalis-induced arrhythmias. On slide 24, you'll see there your amiodarone and atropine. It's usually injectable, as I've said before. Dretzone na siya gina-inject kag ginabutang sa usually due to uh, intravenous, intramuscular, or interosseous. Propanolol is seen in uh, slide 25. Your digoxin and Verapamil. That is all for your anti-arrhythmic drugs.